God bless you all. I hope and pray that you had a very Merry Christmas. And now we're approaching into a new year in just a couple days. So I pray and I know that this podcast today and the testimony that I'm going to be sharing with you is going to be an encouragement for you for this upcoming year. And as you may have noticed, the title that I put for this podcast is Voice Activated. You know, when you tell Alexa or Siri to do something, it does it. But it requires you to open up your mouth and it to recognize your voice for it to do it. So what we're going to be speaking today about is you taking complete dominion in control of what God has spoken over your life because God uses people because people have a mouth and a sound comes out of that mouth, right? And that sound is words and then words are being released while the prophet is speaking to your life. There's words that are being released and these words have power to activate itself, but it can only activate itself if you're confessing it, if you're believing it, and if you're putting it into action, right? Because how many people don't you know that God has spoken a word over and they have been living the the same life over and over and over and over again because they're not putting any action into what was spoken. So we're going to change that right now. We're going to encourage you. And by the end of this broadcast, Everything that you speak in the spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit is going to occur, is going to manifest, is going to put, be put into action in your life. And I believe that for every person that is listening, especially those that are going to be listening to this testimony that I'm going to share, because it is proof of exactly what I am talking about. It is proof that there is power, Proverbs 18, 21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Your tongue has power for life or death. And then in Matthew 12, 36, 37. Now this one, I want you to listen to it before we get into the testimony because um, this one should hit hard. And I hope that it does something to your spirit. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. If you're not saying anything, if you're not speaking anything into your future, into your health, into your finances, into the lives of your children, nothing is going to happen. Let me tell you something. Nothing is going to happen. But if you are speaking into your future, your health, your finances, your children, their lives, let me tell you something. Things are bound to happen in your favor by the power of the Holy Spirit. Things will turn around. Things will be in alignment and you're going to be walking into everything that God has for you. All that God has for you will happen in Jesus name. So this testimony that I want to share with you is that of my twins. For those that may not know, uh, me and my husband adopted the twins six years ago and this all came about when I was told I would never have any children and um around that time we we went into um a two-bedroom apartment 
and the second room we would call it the baby room now we did this out of an act of faith this was our act of faith we were told we would never have kids and out of an act of faith because we believe in the god that we serve we believe that if god did it once he could do it again and we just believe his word we made it an act of faith we moved into a two-bedroom apartment the second room we called it the baby room now weeks had passed i think a year had passed after we were here in this apartment and at the time we were living in an apartment and i remember that we decided to go into a program which was to help the kids from um that were crossing the border that were they were like they were five-year-olds six-year-olds ten-year-olds crossing the border without a mom or a dad they were being sent and they needed a place to um to house these children and we decided to sign up for that because we had an extra room so we signed up for it and then we we did everything that we were supposed to do took all the classes and everything and all of a sudden the program fell through obama decided to shut the program down and that's what happened the director called us said mr and mrs cruz we're so sorry but the program fell through and um they're now going to put all the kids in this um this facility and then they're going to care for them and, and so forth so then he says but if you're willing there are children here in the state that need a place they need a home they're still in need in, in in the state at that time we were living in pennsylvania and um we prayed on it and we felt in our heart to go forward with it so we went into foster to adopt and we specifically put um newborn infant to toddler that's the age range that we wanted to do and we took all the classes it was like a, a month long process and you know they went into our home our personal lives everything got invaded and then um once we were done with the program it was placement time and one week passed two weeks passed a month two months three months passed so forth and i started to doubt that this was what we were supposed to be doing Um, I felt that it was what we were supposed to do in the beginning, but after waiting, because waiting does something, and that's a whole different podcast, but waiting does something. If you don't know how to manage waiting, and when I mean waiting for, for God to, to just do what he said he's going to do, um, you can start to doubt, and doubt kicks in, and then the enemy wants to just throw everything else that he can through that tiny door of doubt that has been opened. And I started doubting, and... I didn't know if this was the right decision. And I'll never forget that in that doubt, we got a call that there was two kids that needed a place to stay, but not because um they they needed a placement. They already had a placement. The problem was that those parents had already booked a vacation and they needed someone to take care of their kids, their placement kids, their foster kids. They needed someone to to take care of them. So we volunteered. We volunteered. We said, "Yeah, we'll take care of them." Well, it was a boy and a girl. The boy's name was Raymond, <laughs> and the little girl's name was Faith. And let me tell you, I needed faith at that time. I needed faith. I needed faith. And it was so funny because every time 
I would go to take care of Raymond and Faith. And every time I felt like I was doubting, I'm, I would look at Faith and I'm like, wow, Faith, like you're in my house. This is what, it, what I need. I just need a little bit of Faith. And we took care of them for about three, no, about a week we took care of them. And I remember that I was in the car in the passenger side and I was looking up, um, having a conversation with the Lord. And I got so angry inside of me. It just, anger came inside of me. Just, it was like how everything is just not working out and blah, blah, blah. And I had gotten so angry, but it was not like a, a bad anger. It was just like an anger that, that like unlocked some things inside of me. And I remember I looked at my husband and I said, listen, I don't know how God's going to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it. But I'm going to tell you that God is going to give us twins and they're going to have colored eyes. And this is going to be done soon. And then I looked at the window. That's all I said. My husband was like, okay. But I meant everything that I said. I meant it. I meant it. Could you believe that in that weekend, we received a call. It was Friday. We got, a, we got a call and they said, Mrs. Cruz, we have a placement. They're twins and they need a home. They need a home. I was blown away. I was completely blown away. I could not believe. I could not believe that. I was getting this call right now. But I remember... I remember that, and then the timings might be off. This was a long time ago, but I remember that I I called, or they called me, and you're supposed to get two calls to confirm that placement. All the other times, because we have done it three times, and all the three times, the placement had fallen through. These placements were not working, so that's why I was starting to doubt. Um, three placements all fell through. This was the fourth one, and. You know, even the 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 uh, director said this has never happened before. It's never taken this long for us to put a placement. Where we really apologize, but you know that's just how it is. So when we got the call, I was blown away by the call, but then I was not excited much about it because I've gotten the call before. I was waiting for those two confirmation calls that says it's a it's a go, and that's what exactly we got. We got the three confirmation calls. That day, we needed to call somebody, or the uh, agency called us saying that the two kids were going to be removed from our home because the new, the, the new placement for us, or our placement, were going to be placed in our home. So um, we said bye to Faith and Raymond, and we got ready. We didn't have anything. You have nine months. A mom has nine months to get ready for a child. We had two days. That's all we had. So I remember the word got out. Thank God for family and friends. They supplied a lot of things that we needed. We had two cribs. We had, oh my God, what didn't we have? And then we then went to the store and we bought brand new everything. Brand new car seat, brand new clothes, brand new everything. Brand new everything. And everything was ready for these two amazing little boys that were going to come into my house. But I remember that the day before I picked them up, I was prompted in my spirit. I was prompted to anoint the door with oil and pray. So I'm like, what? 
I, I didn't understand it, but I knew I was prompted by the Holy Spirit. I, I know the, the, I know when the Holy Spirit is speaking to me and I went, I anointed the door. I, I looked out, I was like, oh my God, I hope my neighbors don't think I am a weirdo. I hope they don't think I'm a weirdo. weirdo. So I, I did what I had to do. I put oil, I anointed the door, and then I put my hand on the door and I started praying. I didn't know what I was going to pray for, but I started praying. And then in the spirit, I started getting words of what to pray for. And I remember that I started praying that anything that's connected with these two little boys would end here at this door. That as soon as they step foot into this house, as soon as they would step foot into this house, they would be covered by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They would have covering that the power that manifests in this home would manifest in their lives. That every sickness would end. That everything that says that they are delayed, that they will not achieve, everything negative that was spoken into their lives would end right here. And as soon as they came into this home, they would be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, that the power of God would be in their lives and will burn everything out that is not of God. That was the prayer. So the next day I went, I picked the boys up. When I saw these boys for the first time, their backs were, were towards me. So I already saw their backs and they had the, um, these cute little hats. When they turned around, would you believe that these boys had the most beautiful colored eyes I've ever seen? They had these beautiful, bright, big blue eyes. And I was blown away because everything that I said in the car, everything I had said, I think that was like a month, a month ago or something, a month or something like that. Everything that I had said came to pass. What I spoke, what I released, what I believed for, what I spoke into existence, I was seeing it right before my eyes. They had the most beautiful blue eyes. Not only that, then one of the social workers, she goes, oh, and look at this. She takes the little boy's hat off and he has curly hair. For those that may not know, I do my hair straight, but I have curly, curly, curly hair. And that day I had curly hair. You see, because God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever think or ask imagine everything he will do it you can't imagine the things that God has for us you can't imagine the things you can't imagine it it, it, it blows your mind because he has exceedingly and abundantly that's what he has to give us here I am can't have any kids and God finds a way to place two babies in my house in my home, in my heart, in my life. And everything that I had spoken, I was seeing it. I was seeing it, but it doesn't end there. You see, that's, in, that's enough right there to encourage you, but I'm gonna encourage you a little bit more. Because when the Holy Spirit had me anoint my door and pray this prayer, it was for a reason. When the boys came into my house, the social worker, nurse, and the lawyer were with, were, came to my house. I remember we're in the living room and before they left, the social worker says, they're going to be delayed, developmentally delayed. They're going to be uh, this and this and this and this. And she said all the things that they're going to be. And as she was speaking, in my spirit, I was getting angered in my spirit. I hope you guys don't think I have anger problems. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. But like it was bothering. It didn't sit well within my spirit what she was saying. As soon as they left and I was alone with these two little individuals. I started to look at them and I started declaring, you will not be developmentally delayed. You will be advanced in everything that you do. You are tiny. These are the things that I said when I was alone. It was just me and the little two little boys that I just met for the first time. And I said, you're tiny, but you're mighty. You two are mighty men of God. That's what I call them. To this day, I still call them mighty men of God. And they know. They're mighty men of God. But I said, you're tiny, but you're mighty. And they were tiny. Boy, were they tiny. I mean, they they weren't mentally delayed or, or they didn't have any disabilities like that. Um, the thing with the boys was that they didn't get the opportunity to develop themselves and do the things that babies are supposed to be doing because they didn't have the right attention. Um, so they couldn't sit. You sit them, they would, they would tip over. They didn't know how to... Uh, feed themselves they didn't know how to hold their bottles they were very weak they were very sick it, it, it wasn't it wasn't anybody that would see me saying these things over these kids would be like is she not seeing what I'm seeing and it's, it's true I'm not seeing what you're seeing because I was seeing things in the spirit I had to say these things. I had to manifest these things. And that's what I did. I started saying, you will not be delayed. You will be advanced. You are not going to be sick. You're going to be healed. You are, you, you're, you're going to sit. You're not going to fall down. Everything that was wrong, I would say it was right. I would say it was right. You're tiny, but you're mighty. You're mighty men of God. You're going to do great things in the Lord. And I started declaring these things within that week. Early intervention had gotten a report of everything that was wrong with the boys. So I had to meet within that week. I had to meet with early intervention. Now, mind you, I was working. Not only was I declaring stuff over the boys, because declaring is good. Listen, declaring is good, but you had to put some action too. I was working with them. I had them on the floor crawling, holding bottles, and I could tell that they were tired sometimes, but I kept pushing them and pushing them because I knew they could do it. And by the time that early intervention came, I will never forget the words this lady said. She tells me, I don't know what you're doing, Mrs. Cruz, but the report that I have does not match what I'm witnessing and what I'm experiencing right now with the twins. If anything, this is these were her words. If anything, they're advanced in what they should be doing. They're doing exactly what they should be doing it, doing, and they're doing they're even advanced. Those words hit me hard they hit me hard because I remember when the Holy Spirit told me anoint the door and then he gave me the words to pray the word of God says that when you pray the Holy Spirit will come and intercede he will give you words to say and I said those exact words that were coming out of my spirit I never met these boys but I was saying what the Holy Spirit was revealing to me while I was praying. I was obedient to, to what I had to do and anoint this door. I was working with them. I looked at them when they were in front of me. And I spoke to their lives. I spoke to their future. And I saw exactly what I was speaking. I saw it right away. I saw it right away. So don't tell me that, oh, let me, let me speak a million dollars into my future. And then you say that just to say it. And mocking, because there's people that have mocked. I've seen people mock other people, speak things into existence. There was a meme that I saw. It said, speak to, 
uh, the person wrote, speak things into existence. Well, I'm, I'm going to speak a million dollars into my existence and see if it happens. It's not a mockery, see? Because it's something done in the spirit. It's something done in the spirit. It's not something that you say naturally. It's something done in the spirit. It has to be done in the spirit. And when I spoke to these boys, I saw everything come to pass. For this lady to tell me that these boys who couldn't crawl, they couldn't sit, they couldn't hold their bottles, they were, they were sick, to tell me in one week, and well, it was actually less than one week, but in that week to tell me that they're advanced, exactly what I had confessed over their, their lives, exactly what I had said, that hit hard. That was a big, big lesson for me. And boy, have I... Have I've learned so much in this process. I've learned so much. But I hope that serves as an encouragement to your life. This year is new. 2022 is a new year. Start speaking things into existence in the spirit, not in the flesh. Don't just say things. This is a spiritual thing. This is a spiritual thing. Say these things in the spirit. Speak to your own spirit and declare things. You have to start voice activating things because when God speaks he uses the prophet to speak a word over your life the prophet is not doing a meme or a mime or whatever a mimica I don't know how you call it in English but a pantomime it's not a pantomime and then you have to figure it out what, what is the Lord trying to no it's not a figure out type of situation it's a thing where he speaks and when he releases that word over your life you need to believe it and you need to take a, you need to take a step into that once you take a step, you're going to see how God had already ordained all the rest of the steps. You're going to see how God has already laid out the table for you. All you needed to do is to take a step. And the problem is that people don't take a step. I encourage you, take a step this year. Start speaking things into your future, into 2022, into your finances, into your health. Start doing it because everything that you speak out of your mouth are seeds, are seeds. There's seeds that you're throwing on the ground. And if it's in good soil, it's going to grow. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Trust what he has spoken over you. And trust that you will and you can accomplish these things through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's always through the Holy Spirit. It's not by what you can do. It's not by natural knowledge. It's not by natural strength. It's through the Holy Spirit. It's through the Holy Spirit. So if you have yet to start declaring anything into your future for 2022, start now. Start now. Write all that has been said to you prophetically. Write it down. Also write your own goals down and what you want to see in your life. And then put a little box right next to everything and then every time it, it fulfills itself you check that off you check that off but keep track keep track that this year is going to be your greatest year this year you're going to walk into everything that god has for you you're going to take action you're not just going to speak but you're going to take action because it takes action it takes action we spoke matthew 12 36 through 7 you're going to be held accountable you're going to be held accountable for what you did and what you didn't do. Okay? You're going to be held accountable for what you did and didn't do. And if you want to listen to, 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 to uh, 
a message on that, you can check out one of my videos on my Facebook where I talk exactly about that. What it is to really believe God and know that everything you do and don't do, you're going to be held accountable before the throne of God. What did you do, huh? What did you do with what I gave you? What did you do with what I spoke over your life? Do something. Do something because it is time. It is time for you to get up, take that step. Once you take that step, you're going to see that God is going to carry you through. And you're going to see that the table has already been laid out for you. I'm going through something right now. Literally right now, I'm going through something that only God (laughs) could have opened that door. Only God could have opened that door. It's something that I have spoken. I have spoken this for years. And I have taken steps into it. And I've taken it very seriously this year. And God has already opened a door. Like the person, I didn't go to the person. The person came to me. And that which I desire, that which God had put in my heart, it's about, it's about to happen. Um, I can't share it right now, but it's in the works. But only God could do something like that. Only God could do something that, like that. You'll see that when you start confessing things, not only confessing, walking it out, working towards it, right? Show yourself uh, uh, approved, right? Show yourself to be approved. So work, all the work <laughs> that you're putting in, okay? The studying of the word or even working the natural for a business, for a college degree, all that is going to pay off and you're going to see that you're going to be exactly where God wants you to be. But it's not just by believing. That's just part of it. It's not by just speaking. No, that's just part of it. You have to put action. Put action, action into it. Action. When I was told I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have any kids, we went into a two-bedroom apartment. God filled that room. It might not have been how I wanted. God filled that room, though. God filled my 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 heart, my hands. I'm called mom. I am a mom. I was told you you never be you know you never have kids. Oh, I have kids. Oh yes, I do. The Lord made it happen. I spoke it, and I have kids. And God can do that. God can do that. And God can do way more than that if you just believe, if you just speak, if you just take action, take action. I always say that when God speaks a word, a prophetic word to somebody, it's always an action word. It's always an action word. Even if God tells you just sit and be lazy, that's an action you have to take. (laughs) I mean, he will never say that, sit and be lazy, but, um, Matter of fact, the word of God speaks about laziness, by the way. That's a whole different podcast. Just go to the book of Proverbs. You hear some stuff there about the lazy person. But seriously, um, it's time. It's time to take a step into what God has for you. You. So I encourage you this day, today, this week for this upcoming year. Use your voice to activate the things in your life that you want to see happen. Everything that God has spoken over your life. Use your voice to start activating it. Not only that, believe it and then start walking. Take that step. Take that step so that this upcoming year, by the end of 2022, you would have checked off 
every goal you had, everything that God has spoken of your life will come to pass in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. I love you and have a happy new year. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I know that it has been a blessing to your life, whether you're cooking, stuck in traffic, or whatever the case may be. But I don't want to leave without introducing you to the best thing that could ever happen in your life. And that is Jesus. He is the reason why I am here. He is the reason why I am alive. And he is the reason why I experience victory in every situation in my life. And you can as well. You can walk in victory too. I promise you that your life will never be the same once Jesus is in your heart. So if you are tired of the way your life is going and you want Jesus in your life, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. If you said this prayer, welcome to the body of Christ. We would love to connect with you and help you by sending you a free gift. Message us on Facebook at Renew Today by Jessica Cruz. We love you. God bless you.